0: You never wear a stitch of lace Your powder's never on your face You're always wearing jeans Except on Sunday So please don't ever change Now don't you ever change a kind of line.
1: Good morning, and welcome to episode 490 of Effectively Wild, the daily podcast from Baseball Prospectus, presented by the BaseballReference.com Play Index. I am Ben Lindbergh, joined as always by Sam Miller. Hello. Hello.
0: Anything you'd like to discuss? Mm, Nope. Mm. Anything you'd like to discuss? Well, we have some
1: announcements to make that relate to our livelihoods. We both have, or are about to have, new jobs. This is my last day as an editor and as a writer at Baseball Prospectus. It's been two years since I signed up for a two-year stint, which means that that stint is over, and I am stepping down to take a job as a staff writer at Grantland, and what that means is that you also have a new job. Your job is editor-in-chief of Baseball Prospectus.
0: Yes, I have your job. Congratulations. Thank, congratulations <laughs> to you, Ben. Thank you. It's a big deal. It's a big big thing. Yeah, for both it's of been, us. Uh, yeah, it's bittersweet. Very bittersweet. Yes. A lot of bitter. A lot of bitter in this sweetness.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: But, um, you know, uh, such is the case. Everybody, Everybody leaves. Everybody leaves eventually.
1: That is the case, yes. I'm taking a break from writing my farewell post, which will be up at Baseball Prospectus today. So I will try to put my feelings in there. But, but BP has been a big part of my life, and it's hard to leave, and I've loved most minutes of it.
0: Nobody. But I, by the way, Ben, nobody cares right now about <laughs> what you're saying about you and what you're saying about me. That's they true. just want people to know are, if going to be episode 491. People, Is there are going to be episode probably,
1: people are probably wondering what this means for the podcast. Yes. So I'll say, I mean, I wanted to end it. I argued <laughs> that, that, that this was a logical stopping <laughs> point, that we should go our separate ways, and you wouldn't hear of it. You no. just put your foot down. You threw a little tantrum, really? It was somebody, unbecoming somebody,
0: of you? Somebody has to care about our listeners, Ben. Mm-hmm. And it's always been me.
1: And you insisted that the the show go on, the podcast continue. It's, it's not exactly how it happened, but it, it happened that way. The, the podcast continues.
0: Sort of. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it continues. I would guess, though, that uh, uh, without having an announcement ready to make, Mm-hmm. I would I would suspect that in about two weeks we'll have another announcement that will have to do with the nature of the show.
1: Perhaps, perhaps we'll we'll think about a format. What change. I'm
0: saying, what I'm saying is that it strikes me as unlikely that it will be a daily podcast come August. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it will be a podcast come August. It will,
1: yes. Grantland already, of course, has a fine podcast, the mm-hmm. Jonah Carey podcast, and I like I like doing podcasts. So I, I'm happy to, to continue as long as you are, and BP is nice enough to continue to have me do that, and my, my new bosses at Grantland are nice enough to let me continue to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so we will continue to do that. Yep. And that's that.
0: Again? Yes.
1: On. You too. Good job. I'm, thank you.
0: Congratulations to... on the uh, on the on the podcast. Congratulations on the <laughs> ongoing podcast.
1: Yes, I'm excited to see what you do with the place. There's there's no one who would be better for that job. I don't think.
0: Uh, I think that you would be better for that job. <laughs> well, hang on, I'm muting. Here comes okay. a plane. I'm muting. Okay. okay. <laughs> Keep talking.
1: Uh, well, I'm I'm no longer available. So in my, in my absence, certainly, you are, you are the best person for the job. And I look forward to it. And I think you will work wonders with the place.
0: I still haven't figured out how to, how to, how to upload photos, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to have to figure <laughs> out <laughs> some of those things. Two and
0: a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never,
1: you never needed to.
0: No, but I still, I've still i done it. I know how to do it, but it, I have to read the whole instruction sheet because I've done it about three times. <laughs> and so each time, it's like a 45-minute investment for that for that one photo. And <laughs> well, so. if you want, episode
1: 491 can be a tutorial on the Baseball prospectus content management system, if that oh, would help wait. you.
0: Hang on, are you still going to publish this thing? I I guess.
1: I don't yeah, know. If you'll, if you'll... Let me have the access to do it. If you're not afraid that I will I'll go in and wipe out everything, I'll I
0: still keep... have access to McCovey Chronicles. Yeah, so, I, I guess I stuff.
1: probably do too.
0: Yeah, both so did
1: guest posts there.
0: If we were going to start vandalizing, of course we would start there.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to happy to continue doing the recording and uploading. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we got that out of the way. Hopefully, everyone is is relieved. There was a, a small scare there for a moment where maybe you thought the podcast was over, but it's not. Mm-hmm.
0: No. So, uh, all right. My topic? Is it my topic? Yes. yes. Uh, well, normally I, it would be my
1: topic, but you, you indicated that it would be yours.
0: All right. So I just sent you a link. You've probably seen this link uh, already. Uh, this is the results of Sky Kaufman's second annual Who's an Ace? survey. Uh, and so Sky created a Google Doc with, um, I don't know, 100-ish, 110-something, maybe, starting pitchers throughout baseball, and you just voted on which were aces. You could have voted, I guess not aces, the the, the, um, the phrases number one starters. And you could have voted for all of them if you wanted, uh, and you could have voted for none of them if you wanted. And um, so we've, we, talked, um, we talked about, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago about his survey last year but the results were old, and we hadn't really thought about it very much. And so I had some general thoughts about some of the biases that might show up in a survey of this sort. But we didn't really have the timely information um, or the backup information to justify a conversation. But so I uh, now though Sky's done it again, we have up-to-the-minute results.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so two days ago, I took these... Uh, results as they were yesterday, which is, uh, there have been like 30 votes since, but I, have, I had a good sample. So um, so I took those and then I uh, correlated them to a whole bunch of different statistics and such to see what were driving it. Cool. And so first, though, I just wanted you to look at it and mm-hmm. tell me, what jumps out at you? Which ones surprise you or um, which players do you think are too high, too low? Or if not too high, too low, uh, at least surprise you with how high and how low they are.
1: All right, I am looking at the list. The names at the top appear to be the ones that I would expect. Maybe I'm maybe I'm sort of surprised that Yu Darvish is number two. I would I'd expect to see, say, Felix be the number two, but the the vote totals are almost identical. Actually, it, it Kershaw is the clear Number one, and then two, three, four, five are pretty much uh, exactly the same. So so I'm, I guess I'm sort of surprised about the more recent additions. The guys who haven't been at this level for as long, such as number nine, Masahiro Tanaka. Obviously, this was before the injury news, but I'm sort of surprised that that many people would put him that high just because... Generally, you hear people say that one of the, the main criteria for for being an ace is that you have had to be an ace for a while, that you can't just be a, a one-year ace, that part of being an ace is being a number one starter year in and year out, and he has only had half a year in, so I'm surprised that he is that high, that he is above, say, Max Scherzer or... Cliff Lee, or Zach Greinke, all of whom I I think I would probably put above him, just based on track record.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting that, that Johnny Cueto is number 15. We've talked in the past about how Cueto's kind of underrated, maybe, because he's not tall, because he doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but going purely on how many runs he's allowed, he, he deserves to be higher on this list, I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't see a whole lot of people who stand out to me as being way out of order it looks it looks reasonable to me justin verlander at number 19 so he has fallen quite far quite fast i wonder where he was last year on this list do you recall
0: i don't recall um but you know one or two i assume mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's interesting because it, it does seem like you can uh you lose your ace status it seems to me you lose your a status more quickly uh, sorry more slowly than you gain your a status so like for instance uh you know verlander has been you know one of the like sort of half dozen worst starting pitchers in baseball this year
1: mm-hmm. among
0: people who have kept their jobs uh and yet he has only gone from you know the number 1 uh or 2 last year i assume to number 19 this year um, you know, ahead of some guys who are really super good. Whereas, meanwhile, like Scott Casimir has been absolutely an ace this year, uh, completely acey this year, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yet could only get ten votes. You know, he has uh, one quarter as many votes as as Verlander. Um, and although I guess you might say you might counter with CC Sabathia, mm-hmm. who I assume last year, I would imagine last year was probably a top. 10 or so even with his struggles uh, and has fallen down to number 44 with only three votes. Uh, so maybe you would say Sabathia lost it quickly, but Sabathia has had two terrible years in mm-hmm. a row. Um, Henderson Alvarez is another guy who, for instance, um, I, I don't like, I would, I didn't vote for him. I wouldn't vote for him. No. Uh, I don't expect a lot of people to have voted for him, but he only has two votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you compare that to guys like, you know, like Matt Kane. Who hasn't pitched like an ace for two years gets 11 votes. Uh, or Jared Weaver, who hasn't really pitched like anything like an ace for two years, gets 14 votes. Yes. Uh, you figure
1: there's some reputation bias that goes in here?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I would figure. That's yeah. Uh, Gio Gonzalez gets 18 votes. Uh, you know, hasn't been an ace for two years, really. But hasn't been even close to an ace. I wouldn't say for two years. So yeah, reputation clearly has reputation is clearly part of the. I don't even say it's a. Well, it depends what you mean by bias. If if we're saying do these match up perfectly with performance, that uh, and and anything that skews it from performance is a bias. Then yes, that's a bias. Uh, But if what we're talking about is, uh, you know. a subjective measure in which the reputation of the guy is part of the calculus that people use and I, I don't know if you'd call it a bias so much as a variable
1: mm-hmm. sunny uh, gray 25th
0: sunny gray 25th high you think low low you think huh. oh interesting I I don't, I don't know
1: mm-hmm. below below well he's below verlander
0: he's below yeah. he's, he's got it mean, yeah, he's he's pretty good, but he's got an ERA of three in a in a pitcher's park. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. it's nothing super special. He doesn't strike a ton of guys out. He wasn't mm-hmm. an elite he wasn't an elite prospect a year ago. I think that's a big thing. Is if you were, a, I I have not I have not yet finished inputting these, but I hypothesize, uh, and I don't know the answer to this, but I hypothesize that prospect status, uh, even ten years earlier, is significant to your ace, uh, to, to how many people consider you an ace. And Gray was enough of a prospect that he uh, will get ace credibility, um, certainly, and, and he does have people who say he's an ace. But uh, Gray was not a elite prospect. He was not a top five, top ten prospect.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so you- why why do you think Scherzer is not higher? He's eleventh. He's under Cliff Lee, under Tanaka. He's he's the defending Cy Young winner. He's he has double-digit strikeout rates for the last three years. He's an all-star this year. Uh-huh. Is he? What about him is not AC? Is it that he doesn't go deep into games? Is Does he not have AC inning totals? Uh,
0: hmm. Well, he's only really had one elite year for run prevention. And, okay. I mean, if you look at... I mean, he was always disappointing until last year. So I, I think that Scherzer deserves an ace vote, but... Um, he, until last year, there was always sort of an air of disappointment about him that his his ERA never matched up with his promise and peripherals. I don't really know though. Scherzer is one that not only do I think is too low, but I don't I don't know how to explain him being there. That it does seem low based on the standards that, like I'm surprised that he's behind Cliff Lee. Although I don't know who else are you surprised he's behind on there. I'm surprised that David Price is number three
1: mm-hmm. and
0: is actually now on Sky's updated list. I sent you the two days ago one, but on an updated one is number two. And mm. that one I don't quite know. That I mean, unless only uh peripheral peripherals fetishists vote on this, uh which is fine. I am one of those. Um I don't I just, quite know how to justify that. He's had one, you know, he's had he's had one one really clearly above average year in the last four. Um, and it was great. He won the Cy Young Award, but that was, you know, th- three years ago or two, you know, not, not last year, but the year before. And then since then, he's been, you know, pretty good. And before that, he was pretty good. Um, there's, nothing, there's certainly nothing wrong with, vo- I think I voted for David Price, too, um, when I did this. But to be the maybe ninth or tenth or eleventh name on this list would have made more sense to me than seeing him be the number two name on this list. It's hard he, to imagine. He gives up a lot of runs. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like a fact of David Price's life: is he gives up quite a bit more runs than you would expect from the second best ace in baseball. He Felix. also has a brutal postseason record, by the way, which is mm. not insignificant to subjective conversations like this.
1: It's hard to imagine not voting for Felix. What what possible reason could you have not to vote for Felix?
0: Um. Well. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't know.
1: I mean, he's, he's the, I don't know, in my mind, he's more or less the, the definition of an ace, right? I mean, he's among the best pitchers in baseball every year for, for a long string of years, and he's pitching about as well now as he ever has. So I don't know, you know, maybe, I, I don't know whether some of these votes were just not taking the exercise seriously or something, but he's... He's outnumbered. Clayton Kershaw has nine more votes than than Felix, which suggests that that someone considers Kershaw an ace, but but doesn't think Felix
0: winning percentage could it be winning percentage? Could it could it just could be, be that some people say, hey, he's he's won fifteen. He's wow. This, by the way, it's total nonsense. But he's won fifteen games once in his career. Yeah. Felix Hernandez ten seasons, although he'll he'll win fifteen this year, probably, maybe. Well, that could be it. That could be it. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I don't. I don't know. You're right. I mean, it's he. He's one of the. He. He would be like probably the third or fourth name that I would put on mm-hmm. on mine. Um, he might be the second at this point. Yeah, I, mean, I think he'd be my 2nd uh, he I'd probably be my third. Uh, he might be my fourth. I mean, so Kershaw is the number one. Yeah, yes. Number one. I would probably go Chris Sale and Jose Fernandez at least. Uh, like at at least equal to and maybe above Felix. Mm-hmm. Uh, those would be the two other guys that I would I would consider ahead of him. Maybe Wainwright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be my and then Felix. Guy. And then those would be my top five. And then wow, that one's loud. <laughs> and then uh, and then Darvish, would be six. But anyway, um, I'm not recording in the usual location. Right. I can tell. All right. You're so anyway, to recording the recording on the, the tarmac somewhere. All right. Two now. Now we're gonna go to my uh. To my spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so I um, I'm going to give you first. I'm going to give you let's I'll give you six six stats, six six numbers, six columns, and I want you to rank them based on how important. Well, you just tell me what you think the most important and what you think the least important would be for an exercise like this in okay. in your mind. Okay, so this is just 2014. Okay, Tw- uh, war by baseball references measure. Uh, wins, uh, ERA, ERA plus, strikeouts per nine, and FIP. I
1: would say, well, wins least important, most important probably WAR. Since mm-hmm. we're using Baseball Reference WAR, we're kind of we're incorporating run prevention. We're incorporating innings pitched, so so that'd probably be my top one.
0: Well win correlates the least strongly to, to these votes, which mm-hmm. is not that surprising, especially in a one year uh, even even people who take wins very seriously, uh, probably not as much in a half of a season
1: yeah.
0: uh, like I don't think that many people are looking at uh, you know who has eight wins and who has seven and making a decision uh, based on which is better um, but uh, the strongest correlation is actually not war. Um, the strongest correlation is strikeouts per nine hmm. Uh, so uh, there's a clear, I mean, considering that strikeouts per nine are clearly less valuable to a baseball team than war is, um, uh, that would seem to be a bias of, you know, something that, here comes another one, uh, something that's m- skewing these. Um, FIP is the second highest correlation, uh, ERA plus is the third highest, and then uh, war and ERA are basically even fourth and fifth, and then wins comes last. OK. Mm-hmm. So uh, so Ks per nine is the most valuable in the short term, uh, or the most correlative, I should say. All right, so next I'm going to ask you the same question, but since 2012, so now you have three years of data. I don't know how much that changes uh, the way you look at these things. But I'm going to give you the same six plus uh, innings as well. So total okay. innings since
1: 2012. Huh. I'd like to think that wins would still be least important. I wouldn't be shocked if it weren't, but wins above replacement sort of should be, <laughs> it should be the most important, this, I would It's think. not a
0: trick question. I don't even know the okay. answer yet.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'll stick with the same answers then.
0: Okay. Uh, ERA, uh, sorry, not ERA, uh, wins is, is not the lowest, but only because innings is the lowest. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's interesting is that wins, maybe this isn't interesting, maybe this makes sense, I don't know. Wins actually has a lower wins since two thousand twelve actually has a lower correlation than wins in twenty fourteen. Huh. So that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, the highest is uh, is now um, is now FIP. Hmm. So not strikeouts per nine. Um, strikeouts per nine actually the correlation is essentially unchanged, whether it's one year or uh, three. It actually it also slightly goes down. The other ones all go up considerably. So FIP is the new leader and it goes up by a lot. Uh, ERA plus is number two and it goes up by quite a bit. Um, and ERA is number three and it goes up by quite a bit and uh, war actually sorry, ERA is number four War is number three so war is now the number three. So um, I don't know that I, I don't have a problem with that. FIP over war. It's like uh, at the levels that most of us are capable of interacting with these statistics, FIP and WAR are you know more or less equally valid. I mean, one, mm-hmm. you know, WAR. I guess WAR has the benefit of having the innings yes. attached to it, um, but you know that seems reasonable to me. So, FIP wins out. Um, winning percentage, by the way, uh, this is also interesting to me. Wins has a fairly low correlation, uh, but winning percentage is actually considerably higher. Which both of those things are almost the exact same stack, uh, just, you know, rephrased, really. And mm-hmm. yet one has a much higher uh, correlation. So 18 and, uh, if you go 18 and 11, uh, you're not considered an ace. But if you go 18 and 8, you are, uh, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as for the other uh, things that I looked at, um, velocity... Uh, four seam, uh, average, sorry, average four seam velocity has a you know a fairly healthy correlation of 0.26, uh, which is lower than most of the other things I named, but still significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, although not necessarily saying that's what's driving the voting. Uh, velocity is obviously going to be correlated yeah, to good pitching. Right. In mm-hmm. fact, all of these things are going to be correlated to you know. No, I'm not saying that any of these things are driving the voting so much as they correlate to the voting and so there's some aspect of both things at play probably where to some degree it's driving the voting and to some degree it's just um coinciding with with Mm -hmm. excellent pitching um swinging strike percentage is lower uh so swinging strike uh, uh, height uh is 0.16 correlation uh weight has virtually no correlation um which is interesting to me
1: yeah, you'd think there'd be some, if only because there is some to height <laughs> and height and weight are obviously related.
0: Yeah, and so then that makes you think that I mean, in almost all the, the tall guy is usually going to be the heavier guy, and mm-hmm. so that makes you think that there's actually a negative, either bias or something negative in performance about being fat, about being yeah. weighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I limit it to uh, to only players. Who got votes? Because about half the players didn't get any votes, and then you'd think, well, are they really telling um, you anything? Uh, is it, you know, do they? They don't even matter. You should you should just throw them out. I mean, that's like including you and me in there. Uh, if you if you just do that, uh, virtually nothing changes. In case mm-hmm. worried. So that's it. That's what I've got for you. Oh, by the way, yeah. Uh, my uh, uh, my 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 big outliers and guys uh, in the results. As far as I was concerned, uh, for guys who were too low uh, are um, Iwakuma, mm-hmm. which it seems weird to me that Tanaka can come in and in you know sixteen starts or whatever finish ninth, and Iwakuma could you know have arguably have been the best pitcher in the AL last year, um, and is also very good this year and only twenty first. Yeah. Uh, so so that struck me as low. Um, uh, so
1: it's the the contract?
0: Yeah. East,
1: East Coast bias?
0: Uh, no, I, I would think that it's the <laughs> it's amount the of contract. expectations, the height mm-hmm. that he had coming in.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and, of course, Kyle Loesch, who I didn't vote for, wouldn't vote for, but, of course, lots of people got votes, and almost everybody got more votes than Kyle Loesch, despite him being much better than a lot of the pitchers above him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just, to me, the, 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 the reason that I look at this exercise is with interest is specifically to see the difference between Kyle Loesch and David Price, who, I cannot stop saying, have the same ERA plus over the last four years.
1: Are you upset that Willie Peralta only got one vote?
0: Uh, Willie Peralta has been, no, he's been pretty (laughs) lousy over the last (laughs) month. Uh, So I'm not too upset. Alvarez has been so good, though. Henderson Alvarez has been so good, I'm surprised he didn't get Mm -hmm. a little bit more love. Uh, price, by the way, has moved up from 120 ERA plus to Kyle Loge's 118 ERA plus over the last month that I've been talking about this on the podcast. So it's not exactly the same anymore, but it's basically the same. Mm-hmm. And yet, one of them is considered the second best pitcher in baseball, and the other one is like the 70th. Hmm. Four years, Ben. I'm talking about four years here.
1: Doug Fister, four Four votes. Not a uh, lot of votes. Seems
0: low. I mean, uh, wait—that seems—that's low, right? You yeah. Can say that low. yeah. Yeah, I mean, because Doug Fister last year had a better. He had what the ninth best FIP in the American League, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's uh, pitched well this year.
0: Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Any others
1: Dombrowski must not have voted for
0: him. Jordano Ventura only nine. Does that surprise yeah. you at all? Oh, Michael uh, Walk at eleven surprised me.
1: That is a little surprising. Do you consider the ACE debate a productive debate or discussion?
0: I've never I've never I really I don't consider baseball to be a productive discussion.
1: <laughs> yeah, but by the standards of baseball discussions, I've always thought the ace debate was kind of a, a particularly meaningless one. It's kind of I mean it's like the it's like the MVP debate where we're not necessarily arguing about who the best player is, we're arguing about our definition of what an MVP is so you have some people who say it's the best player and then you have other people who say it's the player who was most valuable to a playoff team or made the difference between playoffs and no playoffs and and it's there's just no point in arguing because you're not arguing about the same thing anymore ace ace is kind of the same sort of thing right some people say that an ace has to be someone who has been at that level for several years other people say if you're an ace right now, if you're pitching at that level right now, that's good enough. Is that because, I mean, to me, if I were asked to vote on who my aces were, it would just be it would be probably the, the pitchers that I project to be the best pitchers, right? For For any period of time, I would think for for the rest of this year, for next year, for whatever period it is. I don't know that I would consider what a guy did four years ago or something. It's just who's, who are the best pitchers, right? Who do I think the are the, the best true talent pitchers right now? I'd kind of rather talk about that than talk about which ones are aces.
0: Yeah, well, it's clearly an unproductive debate, but it's not a <laughs> destructive debate, and so that seems fine to me. The reason that I like it is that um, we we like to, it seems like we like to talk about overrated and underrated, but we don't ever have particularly good rating systems. And I like uh, an exercise like this because uh, it creates a, a baseline level of how rated a player is uh, so that you can start to explore w- who is truly over and underrated and why.
1: Great, okay. So we'll, we'll link to the results of this survey on the Baseball Prospectus blog post and also in the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash effectively wild. Please send us some emails for next Wednesday's listener email show at podcast at baseballprospectus.com. And please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. If you're if you're relieved that the podcast is not dead, that the podcast is continuing, show us some love with an iTunes review. And please support our sponsor, our continuing sponsor, Baseball Reference. Go to baseballreference.com. Subscribe to the Play Index using the coupon code BP to get the discounted price of thirty dollars on a one-year subscription. And good luck, Chief. (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) Thanks. Good luck to you. Um, I I there's a big plane. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Picturing you in the field from North by Northwest this whole episode, you're just running around talking to me and this plane is circling.
0: Can't hear you. (laughs)
1: Okay. All right, we'll end it here. All right. We'll be back with a new show on Monday.